0: Welcome to another episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. On this episode, I'm gonna be talking to Steve Bryant, the founder of the Devout, the UK's first fashion rental subscription service, that launched just in June 2020. So it's brand new. It's a it's a really imaginative idea where you can just rent your clothes, you pay a subscription, you don't go out and buy an entire new wardrobe that you can't afford. You get to pick and choose from a number of really great marquee name brands. Ted Baker's up there. Jack Jones is up there. It's all over on the devout.com. That's the website. And we'll get into how he got to start this business in a minute. But first, www.menswearstyle.co.uk. That's the place you go for all of your trend articles. Fashion, up-to-date, minute grooming tactics, skills. Grooming tactics? <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing, but all the show notes from this episode we'll put over there as well. Loads of other content. Make sure you're following us on the social so you can stay up to date when we upload new daily articles. And if you want to get in touch with the show, if you want to tell us about your journey, it's info at menswearstyle.co.uk. OK, here is that interview with Steve Bryant, founder of thedevout.com. Well, it's my great pleasure to introduce Steve Bryan, founder of The Devout, the UK's first fashion rental subscription company. How are you doing today, Steve?
1: Yeah, well, thanks. How about yourself?
0: I'm really well, thanks. Steve, I'm so pleased to have you on. And perhaps you can just give me a little nutshell resume of you, how you started the brand, but perhaps leading up to what made you start The Devout.
1: No, for sure. Well, it's um, like you said, so I'm Steve. I'm, I founded The Devout um, just under a month ago, um, which has been a year in uh, development, effectively. So um, rental itself, um, I discovered the, the concept when I was in America last year. And over in America, the, the whole concept of renting something is so far advanced. Um, you can rent anything from Mercedes-Benz. They've got their own subscription through to obviously fashion, but even down to homeware, furniture and, and pretty much anything you can think of, you can consume it on a rental subscription. And, and so really, I looked at what options are available in the UK and actually, is there anything there Um, For for, first of all for for men, but also for for women as well in the same kind of market. And the the only things that are available and still to this day that are available except the devout um, is very much occasion wear. So it's very kind of specific events, weddings, the traditional stuff as you would pretty much expect to hire rent. But... Nothing down to everyday fashion, down to uh, new season, new trends. There's nothing like that or was nothing until, um, until we launched. Uh, my background is, is pretty much in marketing. So um, ever since I was 18 and left school, um, I've been in digital marketing, e-commerce roles. So I kind of looked at, OK, how do you build this type of, of brand and how do you build this type of technology? So I've really come at it from a how do you build a piece of tech that enables you to to rent clothes, from an online proposition in such a way that you can pick multiple items of your choice, which is the key part, and then rent them on a subscription. So that's what's taken a, a long time to really perfect and refine to bring you the, the service that you see now.
0: Right. Interesting. And before we get into the devout, a question for you, Steve, why do you think it is the UK is so behind the US in this
1: well, I think they, in terms of our culture, is very much um, we like to own things. So if you think about our, our concept of owning houses and buying houses um, versus a lot of other places in the world, that's actually quite uncommon to, to mm-hmm. physically want to own something, Most, uh, especially in Europe. And I t- picked Germany off the top of my head the concept of buying is actually not necessarily desirable they're more than happy to lease to rent to borrow um rather than own but in the uk it's very much i if i see something i like i want to just pay for it
0: (laughs) yeah right Um,
1: and so it's and so obviously, you know, as we're talking about things like sustainability, as we're being a lot more conscious, um, especially since COVID, but over time, we've generally become more conscious about our buying habits, the different option to to consume the same things, but in a different way, i.e. your rental model or leasing model, um, is starting to take a lot more of a of, of center stage um so it's really just making that as available as we can
0: interesting so my girlfriend would often talk about she's russian but spent a long time in america she left russia when she was 18 and spent i don't know about 20 years in in the us and she says it's because the uk we we, we don't have any natural minerals it's not like we have any oil underground that we can just farm out and now we can think about enterprising and think about you know expanding outwards it's all about what do we have here well we have real estate we have bricks and mortar so whenever there's any kind of doubt in the economy as perhaps you might be seeing now it's like wow let's let's just make sure we got our door shut and (laughs) let's make sure we own our grass and our own sand pits and we'll all be fine so it's it's a very much a uk mentality thing i digress um (laughs) moving (laughs) moving on to the devout Steve. Can you talk us through perhaps how you, A, managed to raise some capital to get this business going, but also how you managed to get the brands on board as well? What were the early conversations like?
1: Yeah, well, so on on the first question in terms of of raising finance, so um, as I mentioned, separately to the devout, I run a a marketing agency, uh, which has grown really well over the last five years so up until now to uh, i guess as part of our seed round it's all been self-funded um so we put a lot of investment from our group of companies which which i own the group um but we've we've essentially taken some profit from the marketing agency and put it into this project as we think it's a really good idea to get us to that seed level and then when the time's right once we have proved the concept once it gets up and running that's obviously when we'll look to external private equity to to really bolster our finances to move us on to that next level um in terms of um the uh, the the second part to the question, um, which just remind me what was the question?
0: <laughs> oh so brands basically, do you select yeah, the brands, brands. how That's do you it. how do you vet them? how do they get through the door? So,
1: yeah, so so basically when we were looking at um, brands to feature, uh, effectively we were looking at okay, what brands Are going to be appealing on a rental model um what brands are every day what brands are for occasions and actually what brands do guys like us wear (laughs) on a Mm -hmm. day-to-day so you know obviously we wanted to to have a nice collection of of brands that you would typically wear every day so really nice statement fashion pieces to brands that you potentially aspire to buy at the same time to give you some really good value for money so uh, we started to to approach um, some brands and and bestseller, which is a group of brands which includes Selected and uh, Jack and Jones. They were one of the first partners that we brought on board. Um, obviously, they're, they're, the Jack and Jones brand is a very good, um, very mainstream but very popular menswear brand, and so they, for me, on the men's side, were really key. Um, brand to get on board selected again has some absolutely gorgeous pieces um but predominantly for, for the female side and we just had a very open conversation because again like we said earlier that the concept of renting clothes in the uk just doesn't really exist on, on a fashion level on a trend level so it was really opening the, their eyes to actually look we've got you know we've we've done our research we know that there are thousands of customers that are looking at different ways to consume their fashion. They want a rental proposition. That's what they've told us. So we want to deliver that to them. Um, but they don't just want a dress or a suit to to wear for an occasion. They want to wear stuff for work. They want something to go out on the weekend. Um, does your collection you know, sort of match that? And, and can we find some synergy there? And so, as I said, particularly Jack and Jones and the long selected, they were really on board with it. Um, they invest a hell of a lot in terms of um, their own uh, material. So they're, they're big on sustainable um, or their sustainability credentials. So a lot of their uh, jeans in particular are made with, uh, with organic cotton. And so they were saying that it's, it matches in with their own ethos of producing responsibly sourced and uh, ethical um, materials to produce their their clothes. Um, so they were saying that that kind of follows on with the mentality of prolonging the life cycle of the clothes themselves Um, and obviously then making sure that we try and move away from that fast fashion mentality. So that was the original conversations we've had. And obviously since then, we brought on Farrah and Penguin and Ted Baker and All Saints. So so we're starting to build up a real arsenal of of top quality brands, but also at the same time, brands that, that we know and love every day and we already wear. And it's just being able to then provide you the brands you love and the brands you do wear in a different way
0: and a brands coming to you and saying hey can we be a part of this as well how how's the the, the push and pull of this so far with the brands
1: yeah d- definitely so so before we launch we we did a big push over to to retailers um through obviously some industry press and we said you know look we're launching this and you know you're doing it all wrong <laughs> trying to to sell all of this stuff uh, and actually you know, lockdown and, and COVID has made us all think, you know, actually, we're we're doing a lot of damage to the, the planet. And what can we do? What can we contribute to, to helping that, uh, you know, helping the planet? And so um, obviously with that, we, we took that to brands and said, look, people want to change. They want to buy um, or want to consume everything in a, in a slightly more, let's just say, healthier way. Um what are you doing to to support that and actually can we you know can we assist and can we support you uh with providing a platform like this to to give to you know to give that accessibility to more customers so a lot of the sustainable brands so um Knowledge Cotton is a particular uh, sustainable brand in themselves, so they've been very vocal with us and, and having conversations with us about okay, what's the best way to fit? So we're just working on a collection with them that's going to fit the the audience. So we're going to be bringing them uh, to you over the next couple of months. Um, but certainly, yeah, sustainable brands have been talking to us, and as I said, you know, other brands um, as well. And I can't say too much sure. at, at this stage, as you can imagine. Uh-huh. Um, but but they're saying this is so new for us. You know, what what's the cu- what are customers actually saying? You know. And and actually, let's work together on, on more research, let's understand what they want to buy, uh, and let's build specific collections uh, around uh, around the rental proposition. So lots of exciting brands to drop over the next uh,
0: next few months. Interesting. And uh, maybe you can just tell us how the model works. It's, it's quite well delineated on the website, thedevout.com. That's where you can find out all the information, but perhaps you can just give us a little give us the broad strokes of what people can expect.
1: For sure. So, so as I said, it's a monthly subscription, so you can sign up uh, to rent five pieces of your choice every month. So we've got a, a nice collection of, of products, which, as I said, are being added to almost every week at the minute. Um, so you select the five items you want from the, a, a variety of different brands uh, and you you rent them for a month. And at the end of the month, you... Um, Effectively, you can choose to keep them all for longer, Um, so you can choose to rent them all again. You can keep them forever by paying for them with a discount, uh, or you can send them all back and swap all five items. Um, The subscription itself costs £79 per month, uh, and that includes obviously your laundry uh, of uh, of products that you send back, and obviously then collection and delivery is included as well. Um, So it's really giving the flexibility to say, look, you can have a new wardrobe every, every month if you want. But you can also swap as many or as as little products as you
0: want. I see. And I guess some of the questions you might get asked quite a bit. What happens if the clothes are sent back and they're deteriorated so bad that you can't then replenish them or put them into another cycle?
1: Yeah, so so we've got um, a a really sophisticated um, dry cleaning and laundry operation in our warehouse. Um, so we, we've really invested a lot into make sure that not only is it eco friendly, and I could talk for hours about <laughs> about the, the cleaning process to make sure that it is definitely um, a, a really sustainable and uh, eco friendly way of, of laundering items. Um, but what that means is is that when it comes down to things like stains and that's the most common type of damage that comes back in rental clothes which is right. different and looking at uh, our own um laundry service we can pretty much get any stain out of it all the way down to rust <laughs> so <Wow>. um <laughs> So, so most of the items so we've obviously included um accidental uh damage as part of the cover so if you lose a button if you break a zip that's absolutely fine so all of your mainstream damage pretty much is covered you won't have to pay anything else you just send it back as you would do normally and we do the rest the only exceptions if it comes back ripped to pieces right. then we might have to station
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's, there's only so much you can do there's only so much magic you can perform yeah, exactly well, I mean, look. I mean, getting into the, say the the mindset of a guy that is, well, I guess anyone that's given clothes or kind of rents clothes, there's it doesn't have that certain pride of ownership as if you did if you were buying something like i mean i think we can all relate to the first car that we might have been gifted by our parents or something you know we just rag it around and treat it like crap versus the one that we get and we slave away for and we work crap jobs and we buy it maybe in our 20s and we shine that thing every weekend right so (laughs) there's always some kind of pride of ownership no matter what you have do you fear that or i mean i guess have you is it too early to see at this stage whether you know people's mindsets are still in that kind of rental mode treat their cars and rag it on the weekend type thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i think i think you're right in in one sense that where we are as as a society is that we need that education to say you know look in terms of how we absorb other things you've got to remember videos we used to buy them uh, and then we started to rent them and then we started to stream them um remember cds as well they were a thing and we used to to pop down that, absolutely so we used to pop down to, to the shop we used to buy our our now 57 i think was the first one i bought um and then we take it and we play it um but now we stream it so we don't actually own any music um we don't actually buy any music we just stream it so the, the concept is is that it's saying okay you're not owning it but what you're actually getting is A constant stream of of new stuff Um, and that's what we're really focusing on here is that okay you might not own it but do you really care about owning a pair of jeans you know or do you really care about actually owning uh, a jacket Um, when the next month you could have a new jacket so every time you go through different seasons every time you want you go to different events you've got a different jacket you've got a new outfit to wear so you're always getting that impulse of something new you're always looking sharp and fresh and actually that's probably worth more than owning a five-year-old jacket that you kind of like.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And you've you've also got women's collections on there as well. How is it swinging for you, men versus women?
1: Well, I think if we look at the the comparable services that are available at the minute, like I said, they're mostly occasion wear, but they are all catering exclusively to women. And that's because females generally, they're they're a lot more used to swapping, borrowing. Mm, yeah. Buying vintage and so on, it, th- this way there is very much female focused. So, and that's pretty much the same for us. Um, so, we have around a seventy percent split at the minute to females to, to guys. Mm. Um, uh, that's pretty much what we expected from the start. So, so we've always predicted uh, a female focus to begin with. And obviously, what we're doing at the minute is educating guys on actually, look, your girlfriend probably does this, mm. uh, and actually, why she does that, and actually, here's what you can get for the for the same. So, it. There's obviously a lot more education to to guys than there is to to girls about this, but at the end of the day, it it, it still gives you a huge value proposition on on both sexes.
0: Yeah, well, we're all we're all slowly turning into chicks anyway. <laughs> That's my <laughs> rationale. The amount of time I see guys spending in front of the mirror these days, um, like I say, all, all well, roads. You
1: know, honestly, every every day, the amount of um, skincare and and creams I get offered on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where it's like this is, this is amazing I just want to go to go to the, the beauty counter at some department store and spend the day there <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's incredible and I, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that guys are also thinking of I guess how I don't want to sound too misogynist or whatever the word is but how guys would normally think like a woman would think like how I can't go out in this outfit because somebody at the same party might have seen me wear this at the last party that I was at a couple of weeks ago so you know they always kind of need to replenish and refresh their wardrobe but we are slowly I think all starting to funnel into the same way of thinking when it comes to our fashion and especially with social media and how people take pictures of everything all the time you know I I'd, I'd go to uh, quite a few influencer events you know Maybe not so much in the last few months, obviously. But before that, I would and I would be on Zoom calls and I'd be doing interviews over Skype. and I'd be thinking, oh, I spoke to this guy a couple of weeks ago and I wore this shirt. So I have to go back to the wardrobe now quickly and put something else on. So I don't know. I think guys, I think guys are slowly becoming more more orientated how they come across and and what they dress how they dress
1: yeah definitely well you hit the nail on the head it's it, it's social media isn't it um it's the same kind of instagram vibe it's The same for, you know on the girl side as well they're like i cannot be seen twice in the same dress you know mm. they go out the different and, and the, the idea of being seen in the same thing is awful. Um, and so the, so the guys are slowly picking up on the same thing and they want to go and ha- get an outfit that looks really good. They might pick up a new shirt. Um, they might pick up some, some good ripped jeans or something. Um, and so the, the vibe is definitely, you know, really seeping in to say, I have to wear something new, you know, especially as you go on date nights and so on. Right. And obviously, we're at home a lot more now. So actually they want something new to wear, something different to wear as they're, you know, hanging out in the living room or in the garden or whatever. They, they want something fresh and new in their life because at the moment everybody everything's, I guess, a bit stagnant, isn't it? We're kind of in the middle of everything. That's
0: true. I, I hadn't actually thought of it that way before. But now that we're all, well, we're all very much contained, the days are blurring, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like 40 days in the desert. Uh, but the one way that we can you know distinguish our days is by what we choose to wear you know I suppose everyone has the philosophy of well I'll just wear my pajamas I can just sit through the whole day wearing my pajamas but I know that I've actually manicured my wardrobe quite well over the last few days I've I've yeah. thrown out a lot of stuff or I've put them aside for charity etc and I've you know I've really taken time to actually sort out what I wear and I actually enjoy it a little bit more now as well because I, I can actually go oh this is something that i've actually selected somewhere along the process i've gone yeah this actually works for me today
1: no yeah definitely well but but that's the thing though isn't it i mean as you said i mean can you believe it's it's what getting towards the end of july now you know right. and i still think it's march um and so it's, it's the same kind of vibe i mean obviously i know that people tend to buy fashion because they're, they're going out or they're going to do something and they're buying it for a reason um rather than just to sit at home but as as you said as we're working from home now we've still got all these zoom calls to go to so we've still got to look fresh and and again you know the the idea of a workwear collection to work from home is actually just as relevant as if you were going to the office um and so you know you've got to think as well you know the the spring summer collections from brands were usually come out about april may time but obviously in april may we weren't going out so we didn't Mm. buy it and that's obviously where brands themselves retailers are having such a terrible time trying to get rid of their their spring summer stock um because nobody went out so now we've got everybody who's still got their winter wardrobes and i've got a couple of old t-shirts from last summer that they're sort of bringing out of the wardrobe and they've not really updated their their collection so we're just seeing a lot of people going oh well i do need to update and and actually let's let's fit a wardrobe around the life i currently live which is lots of time at home maybe a short trip out to, to the bar and whatever but i'm not really going on mad nights out at the minute um and so so it's really just trying to adapt to wardrobe and then when you apply that to something like a rental proposition, it fits really well because you're like, well, right now I'm not really going out. But as restrictions lift, as there's a bit more freedom that we've got, I might start going out more. So next month you can get a box that means that you're going to go out more or that it means you're going to go back to the office. And the month after that, things might change again. So you can change your your wardrobe to suit your lifestyle.
0: Steve, question for you has this again i'm kind of just throwing spaghetti at the wall here but has this pandemic in any way served you or played into your hand a little bit like has the brands for example got like a a stockpile of clothes like you mentioned that they can't shift they can't put on discount because that's not really their gig but they now can augment their outreach by having having someone like you put it on a platform and have their name put out there so in a way has this helped you
1: it's helped us in the, in the sense that um, the, the conversation about sustainability, the conversation about being, we call it conscious shopping, um, has really taken centre stage. Um, so so a lot of what we've been talking about over the last few weeks has really been focused on a different way to, to um, wear clothes. Um, and that's really... If you think about, you know, going back to March and every as everybody went and stayed at home, how much pollution was cleared from the air, and and, you know how the planet started to look normal again in in a lot of different ways. I mean, I I don't know if you if you remember seeing the um, rivers of Venice. I was actually just
0: thinking that, yeah. I was actually just thinking that, yeah.
1: It's that image that just sticks with me every day because Uh it's like literally we go all go home and stop polluting, and that's what happens. Everything starts to look healthy again from Mm -hmm. the planet's point of view, and that image. You know, for a lot of people, it sticks in their head. Going, do you know what? Actually, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see dirty water. I don't want to see all this pollution. So, what kind what what can I do personally to contribute to that? So, it certainly raised awareness of um alternative fashion sustainable fashion slow fashion as well and obviously we fit as part of a hybrid to that um, but in terms of brands i mean don't get me wrong i think you know brands are having a tough time of it in particular mm-hmm. you know we've launched just after everything's gone wrong <laughs> for right. brands. so obviously we've kind of dodged a bullet there i think if we launched six months early we may be having a, the same kind of problems but um but certainly for brands you know yes they do want to offload stock but i think at the same time we don't want to, to um, ruin our own proposition just by trying to get rid of product because that's not really what we're about we want to provide a really good quality service with a nice um, clean range of, of clothes um, rather than being like oh, we have to discount the hell out of it because we've got too much stock. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, but yeah so certainly in terms of the topical nature of it has really has really played into us and as, as i said it's highlighted our cause and, and what we're here for
0: interesting steve thanks so much for jumping on i mean the the website's actually a really fun place to go checking out all the brands there's also some there's some great informational blogs on there you can find out all about the well how we're filling up our landfill i think 350 k's tons worth of clothing we're throwing up there every every year and you know also the the divide between women and men going to the charity shops i think is it like one in ten guys do it compared to women absolutely that. yeah now, i mean that's just nuts why is that why do you, why are guys so afraid of the charity shops
1: i think they just prefer to throw it in the bin <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah it's just easy enough god we exactly. need to we need to get it together don't we as a as <laughs> gender. well thanks so much for your time Stephen. best of luck i know oh, uh, i guess it's very early days for you but the, the website's very comprehensive the idea is very new um and i wish you all the all the best of it the devout.com is the place to go thanks a lot thanks a lot thanks for your time steve bryant there thank you sir for coming on and by the way we spoke for about another 20 30 minutes after we turned the mics off he's a really nice guy gave up a lot of time and you should really be checking this out because i think it will be a game changer in the industry that's it for this week so i hope you enjoyed this one make sure you're leaving reviews if you can if you got time if you dig in the free content leave us a review on itunes let us know what you think head over to menswearstyle.co.uk once again that's where we'll put all the show notes for this episode and in the meantime remember it's only fashion people and you're never fully dressed without a smile